Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Frontier Beyond Fear. I'm Susan Larison Dans, and today is Saturday, September 16th, 2023. This, this show airs live most Saturdays at either 1 or 2 p.m. Pacific, usually 1 p.m., depending on what's happening. Um, I happen to, to be a Colorado Buffaloes fan, having... Um, gotten my undergraduate degree there, so I'm actually giving myself some flexibility to watch the games, and today the game is at night, so we're at the normal time today. So um, welcome, everybody. Um, Today, I want to talk about an experience I have been having very recently, and I would tend to believe that you are too. It seems like all of a sudden, everywhere, all at once, really, wherever you are asked to write something, there is a little tool that says, use our AI tool to do a rough draft. I was helping a client on LinkedIn recently, and there it was. And it was truthfully the last thing I would choose. Now let's be clear. There have always been templates. Years and years and years ago, when we were literally um, typing resumes in those days, there would be examples that you might want to use as a start. When I was first working as an intern in AI, the very first task I was given that year, that summer, was to develop a natural language model of the world, a basis in the English language, starting with that, Um, for describing our world from the very beginning. Did I do some research? Yeah, I did. In fact, I looked to linguistics to help me. But nowhere was there something that was going to do the work for me. And what I'm going to say today is that I believe that many of these tools and many of these assumptions about creativity and AI are based on a materialistic worldview, not a spiritual worldview. If you believe 
that a computer would operate just like the human mind and that it's all strictly materialistic or mechanistic, not spiritual, well, then you are going to think about that task and the benefits of what you think you may be providing or even the potential of what you may be providing very, very differently than if you live in a world where you know with certainty and have experienced and observed, and truthfully most people have, I would say just about all people have, it's just whether they acknowledge it or not or recognize it, where there are intuitive leaps of insight, even more troubling is we are blotting out what it means to be special, to have a certain set of experiences in your life that make you uniquely you. I started out writing at a very young age and in highly creative ways that I couldn't possibly, I often think that um, I must have been very spiritually connected as a child to be able to write in the way that I did pretty much from the time I started to write in um, the earliest, even, you know, second grade elementary school. And all of my life, writing has been a part of me. What I'm doing right now didn't always come as easily to me, not in front of an audience anyway, um, just speaking spontaneously. I always used to think I could only write spontaneously. And, you know, I used to speak when I was in high school or junior high, but I would tend to feel like I needed something that I wrote first to read, which now... I never do. In fact, I'm speaking more than I'm writing right now in terms of my personal work. What is this? What is this creative spark? Who am I? What is it that's connecting me right now to the flow? And it's not just some disembodied, impersonal flow. It's very much my authentic self coming through right now, and yet I'm connected to a flow of some kind. This is something AI will never be able to do. And those who come from a strictly materialistic paradigm are making some tools based on very false assumptions. They think that the mind is mechanistic. They think that the heart has nothing to do with it. And just ask the researchers into heart-based work what the heart has to do. We don't even begin to know how the heart contributes, nor do we have a full understanding of the nature of consciousness? We know that we are not just contained in these shells, that we are connected to other people. We know this, and not just here, everywhere. We are a part of the omnipresent divine. 
We are inseparable from all of that. And yet at the same time, we are unique. We are special. We are having a human experience. We are special creations here. Creation is at the very foundation of what the divine is. It is the ultimate expression of love to create, of omnipresent love to create. Everyone who has ever created anything, whether you're a writer or um, an artist, has faced what I call, and many have called, the blank page. There is that point where you don't necessarily know where to start. Sometimes that blank page could stay around for a while. You know, I have certain projects I have thought that I might do, but they just don't come into existence the way I like. And the interesting thing about it is Whenever I try to start one of those projects, in fact, a really good example, I haven't done this in years. This show was supposed to be a book, or there was a book that was supposed to be a part of this show. Every time I started the book, I mean, I got past the blank page, but it just wasn't flowing. It just wasn't what I felt I was supposed to be doing at that time. Does that mean there will never be a book? Well, I really can't say because there are so many ways to communicate right now. I don't know if that's what I would be called to do right in this moment. No, I'm not called to do that. But the interesting thing, and yes, that page did start out very blank. In fact, it started out blank more than once when I would say, oh, I'm supposed to, I should be doing a book called The Frontier Beyond Fear. It never could come into being. Or when it did, it just didn't feel like me. Does that mean that my voice here, or certainly in many past episodes, one of the challenges of having any kind of interview show is, um, especially when you're working, um, supporting, I was always volunteering my time, but supporting various publishers, for example. Um, But, you know, I've had clients come on the show, too. That can be very complicated. But whether you're supporting, whatever you're supporting in an interview, it is very difficult, and I typically would not, to question those things. Because here's an author coming on with a new work, And it's the work of their heart, of their unique perspective. And I might have some really honest questions about how does this or that operate. And I would ask them to a degree. But the purpose of those shows was not to have a debate about, you know, what someone had put all their time into in their work. And I'm not saying it happened every time, but it's one of the reasons, not the only reason, But one of the reasons I stopped doing interviews, because I felt not only could I not speak authentically in the way that I really wanted to, it just wasn't my path to do that. Or I did it for long enough. And sometimes it would resonate beautifully. I'm not saying this would always happen. But it is a challenge 
with interview shows for any of you who are radio hosts taking that on. And for me at this point, having done, you know, so many of these, and they were really considered very good interviews, it just wasn't enough. It wasn't enough, or I had done enough at some point. I can't say that I wouldn't consider um, something in the future, but right now, and yes, there's a tremendous amount of time that must go into that too, because I would read the person's book. In fact, I would find things in their books. Sometimes they had forgotten that was on, like, especially the longer ones, you know, on page 325, you mentioned this. You know, I wouldn't necessarily say the page, but... Um, it was a lot of preparation as well. It's a different time in my life. And, yeah, I had a recent test show where there was a conversation, and I really enjoyed that. It's not as if I don't enjoy conversations, but let's bring this back to my main, main point. Each of us comes from a unique perspective. Each of us has the work that we feel called to do at any given time. And for me, what I'm doing right now is a growth experience for me, and it's helping me to explore. This is my blank page. Do you see? This is my blank page. This may grow into some other writing and, and sharing types of exercises, but it, it's more than that. It's, it's, it's a unique flow of expression. Would I want, when I came into the show, would I want a template that said, here, you're doing your show on this topic? Here's what AI would do. Here's how AI would do it. Why don't you follow this template? Or, you know, it's not ever pushed on you. Um, not yet. Um, but it's there. And if I could encourage you, be yourself especially if you, um, you love, and really I would like you to develop, those young people who are listening, developing the love of expressing yourself is one of the most joyous things that I can imagine. The omnipresent universe is creation itself. It is love in motion. That is creation. One thing I have debated, not so much with necessarily authors who have come on, but in the past when I used to write in the discussion forums, um, um, I would question different ways of looking at ourselves that would say, discard your story. Don't think about your story. Your story is not important. In fact, there would be some that would say, your story will just go away. You know, it's just not that important. It's the opposite. You are beloved as you in all your imperfection, in all your creativity, in all your nuances. There is no one else like you. That's why you're here. Why would we even bother to be human beings? Why? Why would there be this place called Earth, which is so diverse? Look at the universe, what we can just barely see. We can't even imagine what a tapestry it is. 
value who you are. That doesn't mean that you cannot feel the relationship with the greater multiverse, with the divine, which comes back to you in love. It is not impersonal. It is love. You are loved, and you can feel that love for you. And what better way to be you than to face that blank page, face it, and find the inspiration to begin. And when it's not there, it's not the time. Or maybe it's not the project. Or if it is an assignment of some kind. I was in school. I wrote many essays. Give yourself a chance to be you. To be you. And you will develop your own voice. You'll find that you've always had your own voice. Maybe you didn't even know that you have a voice. You don't need someone else's voice. You need your voice. You don't need someone else's art. You need your art. I often share photographs that I have taken, many of them quite recently. Some are some years ago. It just depends. Most of the ones that I post are fairly recent. Today's was a little bit um, was a little bit farther back. But however they came to be, that too was a spiritual practice. In fact, let's look at that as well. Creativity is one of the most spiritual things you can do. When I am looking at a beautiful scene and I take a picture, I want that picture to be framed the way I feel. That doesn't mean that you're not receiving guidance or the flow. You're connected to the flow. But every artist will have a unique way of doing their art. And yes, photography is art. I don't use tools or guides or grids or, you know, center it this way. I've never even taken a photography class and I don't want to. I just want to let it flow. We need to realize that we, as spiritual human beings, we are human beings, we are having, we are Spiritual beings having a human experience, as is often said. We are also human beings reconnecting to spirit in a place where we can't always see it as clearly, which is why we're here. What things we can create here. We are superior to technology. That's the difference between the materialistic worldview and the spiritual worldview. A materialistic worldview will state that technology is superior to you. 
it will say that we can develop all this knowledge base and that, that no human being could ever have all that knowledge base. And that may very well be true, but we can still do research. And I'll tell you, when it's intuitively guided research, I bet it's faster than AI. Because, well, it's different than AI. It's not about speed, you see? It's not about speed. It's about guidance. It's about connection. It's about intuition. A computer doesn't have that. It's not about a knowledge base. It's about being guided to wisdom. Many times AI is getting it wrong right now. Um, I can... I'm, I, there are many examples where it makes errors because, and as we used to say in the computer science field, garbage in, garbage out, because it's based on a knowledge base that a human being originally entered. And there are even preferences, you know, this bit of knowledge over that. That's true. That's false. That's not even science, by the way. Making um, AI doesn't have that ability to make those giant leaps where it's not what um, is, is everyone, you know, it's, it's beyond the common view of something. It's the next view of something. It's a paradigm shift. Oh, sure, I'm sure in a, um, a rather rudimentary way it could make advancements. Of course it could in a technological way, but it will never match the creative spark in any discipline that human beings are capable of. But when you believe that the world is strictly material and not spiritual, you think the opposite. And you make, every time you see a prompt that says you need AI to create this instead of you, that's basically saying AI is better than what you could do here. Why don't you just use it? And we're going to start seeing this more and more, and we're also going to start seeing many, many more mistakes that AI is making. Um, and the more that it's relied upon, the more mistakes that it will make. Um, because it's based on flawed models in many cases or, you know, um, assumptions that may not be true, assumptions that are actually um, certain ways of viewing things that actually aren't true. Um, it's not necessarily based on truth. Who is feeding in the, the knowledge? Garbage in, garbage out. And as you know, if you've listened to this show, I am all about truth. Truth is not easy. I encourage you to seek it. Truth is not always what you expect. There are those who would very much like to replace the truth with something that is not true. And it falls to each of us to be discerning and to look for truth. And when you find it, you know it because it's right there. The data's there. It's very scientific if it's something that has data associated with it. It's just that when people want to promote something that's false, they don't want that data to be 
available. And see, that's the problem with AI going forward because what data set is it working with? Now, if it could truly explore all data, it would start to discern a number of logical truths, yes. In fact, it would be really quick at doing that and discarding assumptions that are false. But that doesn't give it the ability to make an intuitive leap. This is really about love for yourself and feeling loved and knowing why you're here and loving your own expressiveness. Yes, even loving, in fact, maybe most of all, loving facing that blank page and not knowing what to write and maybe not writing whatever it is that you think that you might be called to write. Well, maybe the time isn't now. Maybe that isn't what you're called to write. Or maybe if you give it some time, it will come. It's really very sad that our stories that we're now talking about generating are going to come from AI. In fact, I heard a really awful thing that um, they want to literally scrape through all the different things that are collected, our life stories. You know, we should be writing our life stories, although I'll have to say, knowing how much courage that can take, probably AI could do, a, well, I can't say it would do a better job, but it may, um, you know, just, it would do a different job. Let's just put it that way. And it probably wouldn't be an accurate view but it takes real courage, real courage to tell your life story and to even know your life story for yourself. And no, AI would not be able to discern that because it would be based on assumptions. But sure, on a surface level, I'm sure some of our life stories would make great movies. And that's what I heard somewhere is that AI um, may have a way of just finding stories, you know, among all this data that's out there. And yes, I know there are all the tools that'll, you know, recreate the voice of a master writer and so forth and so forth. That's just imitation. That is smoke and mirrors. It is not intuitive creativity. You could write a story that has never existed in the world not even in the multiverse. Your life is that story. Do you realize how special you are? Don't relinquish your uniqueness, your true empowerment to a tool that can never be you, that can never write as you, speak as you. Sure, there might be, as a tool, it may be useful. As your voice, no, because it isn't your voice. And it can never have your voice. And when it tries to imitate someone's voice, that's all it is. It's a magic trick. No more. You are the real thing. You are a spiritual being having a human 
experience. Imagine what you have access to through your eyes, connected to all that is, both, both, both. That's the key. When you have a real spiritual experience, you will feel, and I know many of you have, a real powerful one that just really is an awakening experience. You can feel that oneness with that omnipresence, and it's stunning. And you can also feel that it's more, and that you too are unique and special and looking at the omniverse through your own eyes. That's why you're here. You're a unique perspective. You are you. The live show is about to end, and I think I will draw it to a close about at that time. Thank you for being here. Thank you to Blog Talk Radio. The show was um, um, before and after, thank you, featured number one on their um, front page under live and upcoming shows. I always appreciate that. Um, this show is widely syndicated as well. I did finally update FrontierBeyondFear.com. I haven't upgraded it yet, but I got it up to date. Um, also, I've updated my own personal site, LightedBridge.com. It tells you a little bit more about my work and my background. Um, so I should be here next week. I'm not sure exactly what time. It really does depend on the Colorado Buffaloes game. So um, this show, the live show's ending now. I'm in the podcast. It um, does broadcast live on Saturday afternoons. So I'll try to keep that consistent. And I aim to start it um, most days, 1 p.m. Pacific, but sometimes it could be 2 or even 3 p.m. Pacific, depending, um, or even another time, just depending on what's going on. I'm very much enjoying what's going on. Um, yes, part of this human being here who is very spiritual is I also grew up in a family that was really into following sports, and I caught on to that bug too. So um, I am enjoying this. It's one of my, you know, nice diversions as a human being. Don't you look at how I'm having to make excuses for what is really just a fun thing to do as a human being. This is a part of my story. Let's not, in fact, I'm telling myself as I say this, let's not belittle those things, those parts of who we are. I grew up with this. Um, my brothers were very into sports. My whole family got into it, um, especially not so much doing sports as much as observing sports. And, you know, I, I over the years, it comes and goes, goes for me, but I'm really rather enjoying it now. What is unique about you? And it can be the simplest of things, the most mundane, seemingly, of things. But this is a part of your human experience, your human story. And let me tell you, your story, my story, every story is being written upon the Akash. We are the living Akash. It is the record of all experience of every being in this multiverse. 
And it is the ultimate expression of love. You are loved as who you are. Trust your voice. Trust your flow. Whatever creative pursuit you are guided to, listen to what is meant to come through your unique experience, paired, inseparable, yet so unique because you're you, paired with the universe, the divine, the omniverse, the multiverse, spirit, however you choose to label it. Pure, creative, omnipresent, love, pure creation in the most personal, oh yes, it's very personal, it's not impersonal, loving way, you could, you can't even imagine it. I would say you could possibly imagine, but you actually, I can't even express in words what it is, except that it is beautiful and so are you take care everyone i will see you next week <laughs>